Hey guys, welcome to um, the Adventurous Percy Podcast. I am your host, Daniel, and today we are going to be discussing Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters novel and the literary tropes that this novel can be seen as to describe. Um, So before we get started with our first segment, we got a little message from our sponsor, which we thank the world too because uh, they just made this podcast possible thank you to hotel trivago find your ideal hotel at the best only with hotel trivago so for our first segment we are going to be discussing why percy jackson does the things that he does why he takes the actions that he takes why he what influences him to um, take these actions what motivates him to proceed with what he wants to do um, in this ser- first segment we are also going to be talking about um, the ripper the repercussions of being a hero and how they affect Percy Jackson both mentally um, emotionally physically and overall you know trying to get into depth into that literary trope which uh, we have actually uh, set to be the literary trope is um, the hardships that uh, an individual has to go through when he's, you know, at the, at the top of the food chain, trying to be, you know, the hero and whatnot, um, trying to be the person that saves everyone, as in Percy Jackson with the Sea of Monsters. He has to save many of the mortals. So what what are the hardships that, someone that's very popular you could say what do they go through and uh, and how percy jackson and his emotions relate to the contemporary teenager so percy jackson is a very manly and courageous character who has black hair and blue eyes and he kind of portrays a stereotypical image of a teenage man in in this time or or in this contemporary um age uh, he's one of those men that does not hesitate to put their life in danger for others trying to save them. And they are always a role model to others. And they're always envisioned to have no problems, whether it's mental, emotional, physical. They're always that type of person that's like the perfect, right? Um, this is the type of character that Percy Jackson plays in The Sea of Monsters. He's brave, courageous, just all around fl- a flawless, young individual teenager um he struggles to pick himself up after a fight as any um mortal would but he's obviously a half-blood because his father is the god of the sea so he's kind of like in the that split world where he has a mother who's just a regular human being and the father which is the god of the sea you know so he's kind of held to higher expectation right so uh, we're going to be talking just a little bit more about what this literary trope about um, Percy Jackson and um, the hardships that he has to endure. How being split between two different, very different worlds can kind of relate or influence even more than it's already is this um, this this literary trope so in my personal opinion any of you people listening to this podcast can comment down below what they think but in my personal opinion um percy jackson is definitely split between love 
and duty because he not only has a duty of fulfilling the role of oh yeah i am um Uh, the god of the sea's son so i have this connection with water so he not only has that connection which can well give him powers to do some incredible things with water and save many people so not only does he have that responsibility to to help and save immortals which cannot you know save themselves from these disgusting monsters but he also has to you know, go through his daily needs of being a regular, normal human being, like going to school and helping his mom out with the chores and, you know, getting good grades and all that, trying to succeed. So you could say that Percy Jackson is the type of person that's split between two worlds, which allows him to kind of, you know, have a harder time with both worlds. And not only does it allow him to have a harder time it actually um, makes his hardships, you know, affect him more. He feels, in my personal opinion, he feels that anything that goes wrong within his, you know, um, within his, I guess, set of things that he has to do, let's say for the day, like his to-do list, anything that goes wrong would affect him so much more, both emotionally and mentally, because there's just so much going on, right? So I feel like this literary trope is really emphasizing the hardships or the the adversity that he has to go through because he is split between two worlds he has to perform many activities right um there's this one quote that uh, rick riordan which is the author says and i think it's a quote that really um it doesn't really emphasize the hardships, but it emphasizes the level of um, of problems that he could be having, right? So it says, families are messy. Immortal families are eternally messy. Sometimes the best we can do is to remind each other that we're related for better or for worse and try to keep the maiming and killing to a minimum. So from this, what I can take away is that he's already saying that immortal families are messier. He he already knows. Um, He's trying to tell the public that people that are split between two worlds, people that are facing double responsibility, whether it's with work and school, they have a messier life. It's way harder to go through this life. And I think this is something that if you look at it, you can... you know related to many people in this world if you look at it into into depth you can see all right you know this if you put this individual in percy jackson's role he could be he could be facing the same right and he also says that the best thing we can do is remind each other that we're related for better or for worse so we can help each other whether you're having a good time a bad time we can help each other because we're here for each other i think this is a very good quote um and and yeah so um this is uh um i guess this is what i think about the literary trope and about how percy jackson uh leads two different lives how the literary trope can um take very big you know influences onto percy's character and uh, that's that let's just move on and we'll be back with you after the break
Alright guys, um, we are going to move on to our second uh, segment, and for this special segment, we are going to be inviting one of our very, very, very good friends, uh, Bob. Hey guys, Bob, uh, how are you? I am very good, right? Very, very good to hear, Bob. Um, how do you think? These are just a few questions that we're just going to be giving you um, about Percy Jackson. What are the reasons why Percy Jackson does what he does and the actions that he takes and what act, what the actions express uh, emotionally? Um, could you please answer that, Bob? Oh, it is very good. Um, Percy Jackson, right, he is a very good person and he loves helping people, right? And uh, I think that his emotional, his emotional, his emotional, I guess you could say in, uh, in other words, is you could say that uh, the action that he takes is kind of reflecting what he he has gone through in the past weeks right so for example if you've gone through some adversity with uh, your family and your your parents or something like this you could say that you're going to be mad and you're going to want to you know take and express all those feelings in the actions that you make so if you're fighting a monster right you could go and you fight him and you fight him even harder than you think because you know you you're mad right or if you're sad you might just not win because you're thinking that you're sad so right you might as well you know what i mean you know very good bob so uh, the second question is what about percy jackson relates men to percy jackson Right, so basically men, you know, men, they don't want to express emotion and they want to be like, you know, strong and provide for the family and um, they want to to be caring of the family and, you know, like me, I go to farm and I make the vegetables and I feed the family and the dog and the donkey and the horse and I give, you know, money to everyone that's there, you know, they come to church and whatever, you know, I give them money, right? So, I think that Percy Jackson not only wants to provide for for the, the immortals, but they, he also wants to provide for himself, right? And for his mother, which is, you know, only human, and his father, which is a god of sea, you know, give him some, some fish so he eat. And, uh, and yeah... Very good, Bob. Outstanding performance. <laughs> um, next question. How does Percy react to some of the things that he encounters emotionally and mentally? Oh, right. So, I think like, for example, in one of the um fights, I think he like, uh, he like, killed someone right i think it's like a monster and like the monster bled bled like green or something it was disgusting but um maybe 
he encounters something that looks like a human but is killing everyone and he thinks of his mother right so he won't he won't want to kill her because he thinks of his mother right so he's going to be confused and since he's already as you said in the first segment like the literary trope or something since the it it kind of says you know once you're parted into two different worlds you can't really you know know what is right and what is not so might as well you know stop it he won't want to fight it and it's going to be something that affects him or if it's something that's related to his father like the counselor of the sea he's going to have problems and he's not going to want to kill him or tell him he's going to want to take hand take matters into his own hand right that is a fantastic job um bob and <laughs> job bob Uh that is all the time we have for you today Bob but thank you very much for coming on to this podcast and hopefully we'll have you here next week if you want to enter into the, the people that we are going to select randomly to come on to the podcast please just like the posts uh on our Instagram #percyforlife and uh leave a little comment and we are going to shuffle shuffle the cards with all the the users and uh see if you get in all right guys um This is going to be it for this podcast. Um in this episode we talked a lot about the underlying meanings of Percy Jackson's actions in the Percy Jackson novel, specifically the Sea of um the Sea of Monsters, and we analyzed and reviewed in depth the ways that some men are able to express their inner thoughts within our society and how the book does such a good job in introducing some of the difficulties Percy Jackson endures during his many adventures. Last but not least, we also analyze the literary trope of the story and what it means as well as how it relates to our contemporary society. Um and how it's able to relate the audience more with the book and more with the what the book means. Um All right guys, that's it for today. One last word from our sponsor. Um Hotel Trivago find the best hotels at the best prices Hotel Trivago and if you want a little discount on Hotel Trivago please go down below link in subscription and use the code for 30% off All right guys don't forget to subscribe like comment and come back for the next episode on The Adventures of Percy Jackson